pray, God. Touch them tonight. God, let your blessings pour upon them tonight. Open their eyes, God. Open their spirits, God. Let them activate faith, God. Let them believe you for the impossible. For all things are possible, thus saith the Lord. Let a breakthrough happen in their prayer. Let a breakthrough happen in their home. Let a breakthrough happen in their ministry, God. Oh, we love you today. We love you today. We worship you, God. Sharakaya Torayandayasi. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I love you today. I love you today. Praise God. Praise God. I love you today. I love you today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we hunger after you, God. We thirst after you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, we need the supernatural begin to flow in our lives. We can't make it without you, God. We're in desperate need for you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Such a mighty move of God's presence that is here tonight. Thank him for his touch. Thank him for his power. We love you, God, today. We bless your name today. We don't want to get in a hurry, God. We love you today. We love you today. Should not feel uneasy in environments like this. It should make you hunger for him more and thirst for him more. This thing that we're involved in is real. Thank God for him. Thank God for his blessings and his provisions. If you have your Bibles, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 15 through 21. I speak as to wise men, judge ye what I say. The cup of blessing which we bless, 
Is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we being many are one bread and one body. For we are all partakers of that one bread. Behold, Israel after the flesh are not they which eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar. What say I then that the idol is anything or that which is offered in sacrifice to idols is anything? But I say that the things with the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. That's a good word. Stay away from devils. (laughs) Ye cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. God bless you. You may be seated today. A few years ago, the Lord laid this message on my heart and I felt impressed of the Lord to follow up with this message, maybe a part two of what we had before. I felt that this was needed for our first Sunday night service in 2020. For we need to choose our tables wisely. Nobody can decide it for you. It's your decision. It's your choice. I understand that your parents can bring you here. I understand your parents can do their best to get you into a godly environment. Your parents can make you when you're young, come to church. But it's you alone that decides which table is for you. They may get you here, but the question is, are you really here? Because you could be here physically but not be here emotionally or spiritually. It's your decision on what table you will choose. Nobody can make that decision for you. You make that choice. What table will you dine at? For I'm here tonight to tell you that it does matter. And it's very important the table that you choose. 76 times in the word of God, you will find mention of tables. A table of showbread. A table in the tabernacle. A table of sacrifice. A table for kings. A table for servants. A table made for the man of God by a Shunammite woman. King David had a table. Solomon had a table. 
Jesus, the Bible says, sat at tables with Pharisees and publicans. And society said, he's a wine-bibber. He's a glutton. He's a friend to sinners. But he sat there in hopes of showing them the light. Martha served at the table. Mary washed the feet of the master at the table. Crumbs fell from the rich man's table. Jesus broke bread at the table. Jesus looked at them at the table and said, drink this cup. For this is my blood which shall be shed for you for the remission of sins. You see, tables are important. And tables have value. Tables feed you. Tables nourish you. That is why it's very important on what table you choose. For that old adage rings loud and clear. You are what you eat. You are who you surround yourselves with. You are what you partake in. And so tonight set before us, as you can see, we have two tables. Only two tables before us. And so the choice is ours, the choice is yours, and the choice is mine. On which table we will choose. For the Lord's table and the other is the table of devils. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. Ye cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and the table of devils. It is the Lord's table or it's the devil's table. One table, Brother Rudy, has blessings tied to it while the other has the curse attached to it. One table has the miraculous signs and wonders and the other table has heartache and pain. One table tells you I've got the bread of life but the other table is laced with fear and deception. One table has the light and the other has the darkness. One table has life and the other table has death. You are either partakers of the promise or you are partakers of the curse. He who drinks at this table will never thirst again. But he that drinks of this table will always thirst and never be satisfied. It's two tables before us, tonight and forever. And we all choose which table we will dine at. We all choose 
which table that we will partake into. We all choose which table we dwell at. Listen to pastor. This table, the table of devils, has heartache, pain, fear, doubt, worry, compromise, anxiety, bitterness, strife, and offense. This table has death with no hope and no promise. It has facades. It has the lure and the enticements of this world. But there is no hope at this table. This table has broken promises. This table has broken dreams, disappointments, bondage. When you partake of this table, you dine at this table and you get judgmental. You wonder why people are so cruel and so mean. It's because they're partaking of this table. You wonder why they're always quick to point out the flaws of others because they're partaking at this table. You wonder why they're so judgmental. It's because they partake at this table. You wonder why they criticize you and they try to color code it and say criticism is good. I'm trying to help you. When you criticize, you're not at that table. You're at that table. When you get offended, you're not at this table. You're at that table. Jesus said, mark it down. Offenses will come. But blessed is the man that shall not be offended. But when you dine at this table, this table has a luring enticement that somehow entangles bitterness and offense here. And you get the mindset, it's not that bad. I don't know why pastor's preaching against this. I don't think it's that bad. It feels good. Everybody's doing it. This is a good table. Who is he to tell me what I can or can't do? Who is he that tells me I can't sit at this table? Friend, you're partaking at the wrong table. That table is filled with compromise. At that table, you compare yourselves one to another. At that table, you trust in your own strengths and your own abilities. It was me that got that promotion. It was me that got that job. It was me that bought that car. This is a table that does not point to him, but it points to self. There is no prayer. There is no sacrifice. 
There is no commitment. There is no dedication. There is no kingdom of God. It's just the kingdom of self. And at this table, you mark it down. That table, Brother Rudy, it brings death. But thank God that I've got another choice. Thank God for a God of grace and a God of mercy. Thank God I have another table, another way. At this table, I can find blessings. At this table, I can find hope. At this table, I can find the bread of life. I can find the covering from the Almighty. I can find that everlasting well of water that springs up into everlasting life. At that table, you find life, abundant life. At this table, you find peace and love and joy unspeakable and full of glory. At this table, you find him. You establish his covenant. You start to enter into a covenant relationship with him. And you get to sit at his feet. And at this table... There's miracles. At this table, there's healing. At this table, there's salvation. There's forgiveness. There's a new and better life. At that table. At that table, the gifts of the Spirit operate. At that table, you'll find the fruits of the Spirit. At that table, all things are possible. At that table, you'll find the spiritual move of the Holy Ghost. Whatever you need, you find it there. Whatever you desire, you find it there. He has this table prepared for you and for me. All you have to do is say, I want it. It's waiting for you. This table has hope. Thank God for his table. Thank God for a better way. As I don't know about you, but there have been times that I found myself at this table. I found myself in a rut. I found myself comparing myself with one another. I find myself getting jealous over other people getting blessed. I find myself saying, why are they being blessed? Why'd God do it for them? Why can't God do it for me? At this table, it does not focus on God. It focuses on self. And some wonder why they haven't felt joy in a while. Some wonder why they haven't had a breakthrough in a while. Why they haven't seen the glory of God in a long time. Why they've been in a spiritual rut and they can't seem to get out. Listen to pastor. It could be that you've been at the wrong table. It could be that you've been sitting at the wrong place. It could be that you've been partaking at the wrong table. You've been fellowshipping with those that you should have never been fellowshipping with. It could be that you haven't been praying. 
You haven't been in the word. You haven't been faithful in your attendance. Oh, it's just a Sunday morning. It's just a Wednesday night Bible study. It's just another Sunday night. That's what they say at that table. You haven't been faithful in your giving. I knew it would get quiet there. Because some stay at this table too long. And when pastor mentions giving, we buck up. And we say, hmm, he's always talking about money. He's always trying to take an offering. Why don't you talk about something else? I don't want the blessing. Because the Lord said, prove me that I will bless you. And the moment you say, I don't want to hear about offerings anymore is the moment you find yourself behind the wrong table. The enemy has somehow subtly got into your brain to make you water down your commitment and water down your consecration to the fact that you say, I prayed last Sunday. I was in the altar last week. I don't have to pray anymore. I don't have to worship anymore. It's just another Sunday. Let's talk about something else. The Bible said in the last days, there'll be itching ears. They'll be wanting people to pat them on the back and say, you're doing a good job. You're doing a great job. Your flesh doesn't like it because you're carnal. And it all boils down to this. Brother Garcia, it's not pastor's fault. It's not your spouse's fault. And you can't blame it on the kids. It's not their fault. You're at the wrong table. You're breaking the wrong bread. You're hanging out with the wrong crowd. I'm praying tonight. I'm hoping tonight for somebody anybody to make up their mind I'm going to live for God I'm praying that somebody would get something down deep inside of their spirit and their soul and they'll make up their mind God I'm going to switch tables I'm going to switch sides I don't care what you've done I don't care what you've been involved in God's here for you God's calling for you He's calling for you in 2020 to come to the right table all ye that are weary and heavy laden come unto me and I will give you somebody to clap your hands unto the Lord I want the table of the Lord's Luke twenty two twenty nine 29 says and I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father hath appointed unto me 
that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. That's the kind of God you serve. A God that's calling for you to eat and drink at his table. God is calling for you to have a seat at his table. For when you eat at his table, miracles can happen. Healings can happen. Breakthrough can happen. I hear it. I hear the sounds of a mighty rushing wind. I hear the sounds of revival. I hear the sounds of men and women that have made up their mind. I'm coming to be involved in the right table. Miracles, healings, the supernatural, anything's possible at that table. Salvation transpires. Forgiveness begins to flow again. There's a power in forgiveness. I preach about it a lot because I believe in it. I believe the only person standing in your way of unforgiveness is you. And you say, Pastor, you don't know what they said. You don't know what they, uh, they, they, they did to my family. You don't know. I don't care what they did. You got to break it. And you got to let it go. That old adage, hurting people hurt others. Don't let a hurting people hurt you anymore. Make up your mind. I'm at this table. I'm at this table tonight. I'm going to pick up a cup. A cup that says, I'm going to pray for those that hurt me. I'm going to bless those that curse me. I'm going to pray a blessing and anointing over them that abuse me. Why? Because I'm at this table and this table brings life. Forgiveness sets you free. And I know it's tough to forgive when you go to somebody and say, look, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. It's tough to say that when they reply, well, I told you. Well, you did, and they bring it all up again. And the enemy's trying its best to keep that grasp a hold of you. But you got to stand there and say, bro, I love you. I'm so sorry. I want you to forgive me, but listen, if you don't forgive me, that's okay. I'm asking for you to let it go from me. I've got to be clean from this. I've got to be whole from this. I've got to be set free. Whatever you do with it is up to you, but right now, I'm giving it to you, and I want you to know there's nothing you could do that could make me love you less. Forgiveness only happens when you sit at the right table. You cannot forgive over here because over here is the victim mentality. 
Over here is the reason my parents did this and, and they did that and that's why I turned out this way. No, I refuse to go down that road. I know I come from a broken home. I know I should not be married still, but I've made up my mind. I'm walking away from the curse. I don't deserve to be here at this table. I don't deserve to have a wife that loves me, but I can't afford to stay over there. I've got to be here and bring a blessing on my home. Some of you got to make up your mind. I'm changing my ways in 2020. 1 Corinthians 11 says this, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he took the cup when he had supped with them. And he said, take, drink this. This is my cup. This is my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink. Remember me. That's what this blood was. Because he says, for as oft as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. This process is to show and declare the Lord's death. Can I just pause and tell somebody, when we do this, it's not about you. Not about me. It's not even about the church. It's all about him. When we sit at his table, when we partake of him, we are declaring the Lord's death. We are declaring what he did for us. The price he paid for us. The victory he won for us. When we partake of this, we're sending a message to hell. Look, devil, pay attention. He paid it all. He was victorious over this. I'm no longer held captive by you, by fear and anxiety and worry. As when I partake of the Lord's Supper, I'm declaring the price he paid for us. This is my healing. This is my freedom. This is my salvation. And I know, Brother Calvillo, I don't deserve it. I know I should not be here. I know this is nothing about me, but it's because of him. Brother Miller, because of the price he paid for us, I can partake of him. I can remember him in what he did for me and what he provided for me. I can partake of him because he made a way for me to be a part of this. The great family. He grafted me into this body. And when I take this cup, I remember his blood. 
the blood, Brother Reese, that was shed for me. The blood for my healing and the blood for my salvation. When I come up here to get prayed for, I'm remembering the price he paid. When I come up here and I lay prostrate at these altars, I'm remembering what he did for me. And I'm understanding that when I take this cup, he did it for my home. He did it for my family. He did it for my children. His blood was for my friends. He said, as often as you do this, you're sending a message. Jesus Christ paid it all. We have hope in him. For the Ramos, we have two tables. And we have a choice. We have a decision. It isn't just out of obligation. It isn't just about duty or ritual. But when I partake of this, chains fall off. I hear the chains falling. There's power. There's power. Wonder working power in the blood. What shall wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What shall make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. When I partake of this, healings happen. Prison doors begin to open. Deaf ears begin to be unstopped. And I believe tonight, Brother Garcia, that when we get ready to partake of this communion, healings are going to break forth. Miracles are going to happen. New starts for many of us are going to take place. I believe that today. Anybody believe that with me tonight? I believe when we make up our mind and we take this. And I, I know this is it's just a little cracker and it's some juice. I know that. A couple years ago or last year we took this and I didn't realize, Brother Miller... The box was two years expired. <laughs> I had some people, Brother Viscara, taking like, mm. <laughs> haven't tasted that in a while. <laughs> I was wondering why they wanted seconds. <laughs> True story. <laughs> this is brand new though. This is, it's good stuff. But when we take this tonight, that's why the Lord just brought this back to my remembrance. Because everything boils down to a choice. It really does. So the fact of the matter is it doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter what I believe. What matters is what's written in the Word of God. Amen. And I hate to break the news to you that Abundant Life Center is not the only church going to heaven. Anybody that'll follow the plan of God 
in the Word of God. We were minding our business in Santa Monica, Muscle Beach. Me and my wife, the kids, had got on their scooters and they had left us in the dust. And I said, let's eat. That's what we do best. Brother Patrick does too. And I got a gyro sandwich. Spicy chicken gyro. Oh, it's delicious. Sriracha all in there. And it was just falling apart. And I was getting ready to take a bite. And this guy comes up to me and my wife. And they said, hey, can, can we interview you? I didn't even notice the big camera. I just, I was noticing my gyro. <laughs> That's what you call it. Gyro, gyro. I said, sure. And before I knew what hit me, he asked me, he said, can homosexuals go to heaven? I was like, really? I'm on YouTube now. Got a sandwich now. I said, brother, I'm not God. You're not God. He wanted a debate. And can I tell you, the Bible says, do not cast your pearls before the swine. You may win that fight, but you've lost the battle. But I very quickly said, I'm not God and you're not God. And thank God for that. Because I would send people to Hades and you would send people to Hades that God would not. I said, but whoever's going to heaven is whoever follows the word of God. It's written in his word. If you follow this word, you're going to heaven. And he followed up and said, well, do you think it's a choice? I said, absolutely, it's a choice. Everything we do and everything we don't do, Brother Reese, is a choice. It's the choice today. Understanding it's just a cracker and just some juice. But understand more than that. It's the significance of what this represents. We do it many times crying and boohooing. But I want us to do it with praise in our hearts. Victory in our hearts. Because when we partake of this, and we take of his body and we drink of his blood, we are letting hell know my past is clean. I'm going to heaven. I choose him. I choose this table. Healings can take place. 2020, greatest year for Abundant Life Center. We're starting off with 31 days of prayer and fasting. If you'll get a hold of God, God will begin to speak to you. There are people that say, I don't want to go to that church. There's a bunch of do's and don'ts. Never heard that before. 
Forget about the do's and don'ts and get in the presence of God and just say, God, I want to learn of you. You said you are the way, the truth, and the light. I just want you. Take the fame, take the fortune, take all the accolades. I just want you in this new year of 2020. I want my home blessed. I want my marriage blessed. I want my kids blessed. I want this church blessed. But the only way it's going to happen is we've got to sit at this table. This table says, God, whatever you have for me. I know I've made mistakes, but God, I'm coming before you in 2020 because I want to sit at this table. I understand the price you paid for me. Would you lift up your voice all across this building? Come on, all across this building. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you've said. I don't care where you've been. I just need somebody under the sound of pastor's voice to make up their mind. In 2020, I'm running after you, God. Doing it for my home, doing it for my family. In Jesus' name. Stand to your feet with me. Ushers, would you help me? They're going to distribute these. And everyone take one and then come make your way. Get, your, get as close as you can to the front and we'll pass these out to you. And the way you operate it is, is very top of these things is the cracker. And the second step is the drink. But I want us to pray. I don't want this just to be a normal routine. But tonight's consecration night. Tonight's a night of saying, you know, God, I haven't been the best I could be. But I'm making a commitment tonight. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to sit at this table. I'm going to turn my home into a spiritual home. I'm going to pray when I hear no music. I'm going to worship when there's nobody around. And I'm going to live for you. I'm going to build altars, God, altars of sacrifice unto thee. Hallelujah. Come on this side over here too, Brother Dom. Let's, let's get them. They've got this one side over there. There you go, Brother Sister Del Toro. I'll give you mine. Here you go. You don't have to walk any further. I'll give you mine. Hallelujah, thank you. Hallelujah. If you need to kneel, you can kneel. You don't have to stand. But I want us to be reverent about this. And before we do, I, somebody get one to Brother McIntosh. Back there, Bubby, right there. Yeah. There we go, we got him, we got him covered. Before we do this, Sister Detour, you could sit. You could, let me move this thing right here. You could sit. There you go. I'll move that back. You bet. Bible talks about 
what had happened. Why they said the Gentiles had turned this tradition into a table of devils. The question is, how could they turn something so precious into something that became their idol? I'll tell you what it was. They began to think it was this and not him. And they did this every service to the fact now that this had lost its meaning. And now they just did it half-heartedly. I understand when I take this, I understand the price he paid for us. That I don't deserve it. I don't want to lose the wonder of this. Presence of the power of God moved in here in such a beautiful way. Many were praying. Others were uncomfortable. I'm not saying that to condemn, but I'm saying that to tell you that we need to slow down and not lose the wonder of this. The wonder of his touch. The wonder of his love and his mercy. Can we pray, God? Help us tonight. God, I haven't been all that I could have been in 2019. I've had mishaps along life's journey. God, tonight, I'm making a new commitment to Thee. I'm going to remember, God, what you did for us. This is not about me, but God, it's about you. And I need your blessings on my home. I need your blessings on my family. I need your blessings on this church. I need your blessings, God. I need your hand on us, God. And I'm praying that you'd help this church. If you'll grab your symbol of the Lord's body and we had given thanks, he break it and said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you this do in remembrance of me. Oh God. After the same manner also he took the cup and when he had supped saying this cup is the New Testament in my blood this do you as you often drink do it
price he paid. Oh, God. Oh, God. Thank you, God. Come on, I feel in this house. Connect with him. Connect with the victor. Connect with your king, your Lord. Hallelujah. There's a turnaround.
Before we leave, lay your hand on somebody. And I want you to pray over them. I want you to speak a word over them. You say, Pastor, what do I speak? Let their eyes be open. Their spiritual eyes open. That God would give them dreams. That God would give them visions. That God would touch their homes and their lives and their families. That God would become real in their lives. Come on. Speak a word over them. Speak it by faith. Your family's coming home. Your kids are coming home. Your ministry is going to happen. blood I plead your blood I plead your blood God I pleaded over this church let revival begin to break forth let miracles and signs and wonders begin to operate let the Holy Ghost be outpoured oh God oh God it's the blood. It's the blood. Hallelujah. Never, 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 never. Hallelujah. Reach
As you guys are there praying, um, how many know we have a wonderful pastor who brought the word today? Uh, the reason why I'm up here is he's leaving tomorrow on his trip. And uh, um, I want to send him off. It's a trip that we gave him for, his, for Pastor's Day. But for those that can be a blessing, to receive a blessing, we did cover the trip, but I don't want him to have any expenses. He's going to have his food, other expenses. If you find it in your heart, we have the offering baskets here to give a love offering to our pastor. He's leaving in the morning. How many appreciate what he does? So God has given us a good man of God. Whatever you feel in your heart, the baskets are here. We would like to give him a little love offering for his trip as he goes with his friends out and golfing that he doesn't have to worry about anything that he can just enjoy his time there as we dismiss connect yourself with somebody give him a hug tell him we're praying for you but we want to send our pastor off tomorrow morning thank you and god bless you